What is up? My name is Lex. We got my man Steven right here. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Awkward Side Hug Podcast. Um, Steven, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, life's been good. Life's always good, right? Every day you wake up. There it is. But uh, I know we got some interesting things to talk about, you know, in the pre-show here. A lot of wild we stuff. We kind of discuss kind of what we were going to go over, and there's a lot of good stuff, obviously, out in uh, in the world. Um, but the one thing that we, we both kind of thought would be interesting was, uh, you know, since you're an Achilles survivor, <laughs> you know, a ruptured Achilles survivor, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers on Monday Night Football, you know, ruptured his Achilles. Um, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why that could have happened. But, I mean, as a Achilles terror survivor, I don't know how to put that yeah. I mean, what what can you tell us, um, or what can you what can you tell us that we should expect? You know, for those that have fantasy football teams. Oh, oh yeah, what to expect? That's definitely even with the the best sports doctors in the world who worked with uh, Kobe Bryant during his Achilles injury, and who worked with Cam Akers. I believe it was the same person actually who worked with Cam Akers. Akers, <laughs> Angers, uh, who worked with Cam Akers during his Achilles the quickest you're looking at is probably like eight months, like maybe seven, but Aaron Rodgers, he's getting up there in age, uh, in his forties, I want to say already. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Eight months is probably not doable. Like if he, he's 39, yeah, 39. Yeah. So eight months is probably not doable. Even if like miracles happen and he came back in seven months, he's probably not. Yeah. It, um uh, with me like me being like a normal human being who who isn't like a a sports athlete who gets paid millions um i'm well over a year and i i still feel it achy every day um i have to stretch it out i I always have to like uh consciously take steps on like purposeful steps in the morning uh stretch it out do some little exercises basically every day um and ever since I've uh, increased my hours for this semester at my job, um, over the last two weeks, it's been kind of swelling up a little bit. And uh, by the end of the by the end of the day, so this is like what a year and like two months after my injury. So uh, yeah, it, it was def is definitely tough news and, and some bad news. And I definitely felt for uh, Mister Rogers for sure because uh, yeah, that that injury's. Uh, takes forever to to even get back to like um an okay spot if that makes sense but um yeah i mean uh he has over a year to recover so you know we're wishing the best for that but i mean hey if you're from new york if you're a new york fan i mean this wasn't your weekend uh the giants (sighs) getting blown out at home by the dallas cowboys you know america's team or so they say (laughs) And um, looked horrible. And then, you know, Monday night, September 11th, you got, you know, two New York teams going head-to-head on Monday night football. You know, New York Jets fans have been waiting for a moment like this Mm -hmm. where they can actually be excited for a season. And within four plays of the Jets' opening drive, all their hopes and dreams crumbled in the middle of that field. So... Um, we're wishing all you New York Jets fans the best. Um, 
it was a good game, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. The show goes on. Yeah, for real. But uh, kind of transitioning into uh, some something I saw on Twitter or X. I don't know. We call it Twitter still. <laughs> but uh, Mexico, this the the country of Mexico. Um, I guess you know brought real live aliens or you know uh, bodies of aliens that were supposedly found in like Peru yeah. to I guess Congress, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I don't know what they were testifying about, but yeah. So it was Mexico's Congress held a hearing on UFOs. So it seems like the U.S. started the craze mm -hmm. with the UFO hearings, and so now Mexico is holding their own. UFO hearings and yeah. uh, and this one was a little wilder. Alien. This one was a lot <laughs> wilder. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna say. Um, looking at the pictures and and the video, like it's really hard to say. Like, yeah, that's that's a real alien, mm -hmm. right? Like, because they look mummified, mm -hmm. right? They look like preserved in some way. I mean, these aliens are from a long time ago. I don't like a thousand years ago, supposedly. Know. Yeah, I guess they were, but like when they were found, yeah. So they, they're at least a thousand years old. Mm -hmm. I guess they found them in like a tomb or something. Um, I guess they were already mummified. Mm -hmm. And uh, the way they look, though, I just, they look like, I don't know, like a like a blob of concrete. Like sand or dirt. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I've never seen like a, a corpse before, you know, especially like a thousand years later. Yeah. So I would assume the corpse would kind of be like, uh hollow right because like i would assume especially after a thousand years mm -hmm. and these these corpses don't look hollow so i'm not sure how they preserved them uh the way they did but <laughs> i mean these guys are sleeping on sleeping on satin in their little tomb there <laughs> yeah you saw um, so i mean like i don't know i i, I think it's a i don't want to say it's a hoax but uh -huh. I, I just I, it's hard for me to believe that those are real real aliens there mm -hmm. in, in, in that tomb yeah yeah, I uh, I feel like I probably went through a similar emotional process and 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 then a similar critical thinking process as you. So I think uh, I think you had actually sent the sort of like one of the Instagram posts, right? Breaking news, and I saw it and I was like, whoa! You know, I was I was taken aback a little bit, right? Because I clicked on the the video that you sent, and yeah, it's straight up like Mexican Congress or something like that, uh, Congress hearing and. They just <laughs> take these boxes and they straight up just like unveil these aliens like they're like new Jordans or something, dude. And so I was like, whoa. So that like just off the bat is just kind of like shocking. So um, and then you, you know, like it, it looks like ver a variation of the stereotypical alien you would imagine that they would look like because of, you know, Hollywood and, and TV shows and all that good stuff. But um. But yeah, sort of the second thing I thought. So I was like shocked at first, right? The second thing I thought was like, huh, this looks like sand or dirt or, you know, like like I really kind of analyzed it and I was like, okay, well, kind of like you said, Stephen, like I'm not sure what I would be looking for in, in like a mummified being or like, a, like some sort of corpse that's a thousand years old, right? I, I'm not even sure what that would look like. But the texture was weird. And then... um Speaking of Twitter or X, uh, I saw like an article um, tweeted or like one of the popular tweets about this where, where it posts like the video as well on Twitter. <clears throat> and um, 
who knows like the legitimacy of, of of like these twitter tweets or more importantly these community notes of when people try to fact check certain tweets but this a mexican alien tweet was fact checked supposedly right like right under it and it said that this guy who is at the mexican congress is famous for um kind of lying about aliens or like uh trying to legitimize hoaxes of aliens and so it's the same guy supposedly and um and so the the fact check on tw- the the twitter tweet wasn't necessarily saying that this this was a hoax but it, it was kind of like giving us some background information of like hey his history isn't so good but um uh but yeah so once i saw that i was like okay so now i'm like huh i'll, I'll, I'll wait to see what other information comes out but just in general the fact that like you said the u.s congress kind of opened the floodgates of like almost legitimizing the conversation about aliens by actually uh, listening to people talk in Congress. And now the Mexican Congress one was just, you know, <laughs> they, they just took it to a whole other level, which is wild. But yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, these these aliens here, like you said, right? It looks like they, you know, they had some brand new Jordans. They opened the box <laughs> and there, there they dude, are. Dude, the satin comment <laughs> kills me, dude. <laughs> like, and that was wild. And, and the guys that are like opening the box, like one of them looks, you know, he has hella Theo vibes. <laughs> yeah, um, he's wearing he's wearing a white like uh, lab coat that is like super wrinkled, and it looks like he just like unpacked it, you know, mm-hmm. from Amazon. Yeah. And then the other guy's dressed in all black, so um, it's a little fishy to me, mm-hmm. you know, not to get too off on a tangent regarding aliens, yeah, but yeah. you know, personally. I do believe that there's other life out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there has to be, right? Like if there's so like if earth is, is one speckle in the entire universe, mm-hmm. like there has to be some sort of life out there. Yeah. Um, not necessarily like, like a human or like, you know, uh, like people life, mm-hmm. but like other organisms, you know, on other planets, which I think they've found before, like fossilized oh, nice. organisms, but um, there has to be something else out there. I don't think that, yeah. Or there's like, there's got to be some sort of like, I don't know, you know, crazy mirror verse that like mm-hmm. there are other versions of ourselves out there somewhere. I don't know. There's there's something else out there. Yeah. The uh the and I was gonna say uh the wildest or, or the. Yeah, the wildest thing that I had heard uh, as of recent over the last couple of years was kind of uh, um, the different galaxies out there and just the different amounts of um, Earth zone planets that other other galaxies have. And it's it's kind of the concept of um, how far away Earth is from our sun. Uh, There's other galaxies and other suns where they kind of have a couple planets in that same range and it's like wait a second they they even from like um um whether it be like you know telescope or not telescope uh satellite photographs or or their you know like the, their best rendering of what they think it is some of these earth zone planets and other galaxies actually look kind of like earth with like a lot of blue a lot of white right like a, a lot of you know land mass looking things so um yeah, I remember that. That that was one where I was just like, man, we we, we don't even know what, what what's out there, but it's crazy. But at the end of the day, like 
Mexico's wilding out <laughs> over there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Freaking a speaking. But if you haven't had it if you haven't had a chance to to look at the aliens, you know, go on Instagram or go on on Twitter and type in type in Mexican aliens <laughs> and uh you know, you're well, you get might get you story. might get some wild responses. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, but speaking of wild, uh, what's your opinion on uh, tipping these days? Sort of, uh, kind of the tipping world. Um, it seems like every every business that pops up, or um, or even businesses that have been around for a long time, like one by one, every kind of business you walk into uh, seems like they have an iPad at the front nowadays with, with tipping. Um, what's uh, what, what's sort of your vibes, your feelings on, on all of that recently. So for those of you that know me know that I really love Panda Express, like Panda Express is my shit. You know, I, as a Mexican, you know, we love Chinese food. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we just love the, you know, uh, comida de China. So um, it's 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 my, my go to spot. So, you know, when you get to the cash register, they always ask me like, oh, would you like to, you know, make a donation for yeah. the children's hospital? Right. And they got that picture of the you know sick kids in, in the front there. And I'm like, no, like, I'm OK. And then, like I, I straight up say it with confidence, like, "No, I'm okay, thank you." Bad guy. Um, I have no, I have no hard feelings. I don't feel bad. And then they'll, they'll ask me, you know, and it, they'll be like, "Do you want to round up to the nearest dollar to, uh, to donate?" Mm-hmm. And like, I want to tell them, I just said no, I don't want to <laughs> donate. But you know, I tell them, "Oh, no, 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 thank you, I'm, I'm okay." And sometimes, like my, my bill will be like ninety four cents, ninety five cents. So mm-hmm. if I round up, I'm only like donating five cents, but at the end of the day, that's my five cents. That's going into my uh, my building interest mm. uh, account. You know where I'm I'm gonna make the money off of that because um, after doing some research, like these big corporations who yes. use that ploy to to say hey, like donate, um, typically have already like donated to that uh, organization and mm. kind of now they're recouping their money back. So Interesting. it's a tax break for them and then they get to recoup their money back. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I ever donate to anything, it's usually, you know, I donate straight to an organization, yeah. you know, or I donate my time by volunteering. So, nice. um, that's a quick little spiel on how I feel about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which brings me into tipping. I'm a big, uh, believer that you do tip mm-hmm. certain services, Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your waiter at a restaurant and I'm talking about a real restaurant. I'm not talking about, you know, some wannabe cafe, half restaurant, half, you know, there there has to be a waiter that's waiting on you. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that's serving you a server service. Yeah, definitely. Some sort of service. So obviously in the restaurant business, I believe in tipping in the, for instance, um, Uber and Lyft. You know, I, I think that deserves a tip. Mm-hmm. When I get my hair cut done, you know, I tip my barber. When I take my car to get washed, I tip, you know, the guys that are, you know, cleaning my car. Like, Interesting. Th- those are the types of, of places that I believe that tipping is, I, I don't want to say it's required, but I think it's strongly recommended. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and obviously it depends on, and here's my second component to that is the amount of tip you leave or even tipping in general depends on the level of service that you receive. Mm. And this is where I get controversial <laughs> because, um, you know, I'll always leave a tip, but like, you know, they, they usually use like 15% as like a guideline. Like you should leave 15%, you know, when you go to a restaurant and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But if I get crappy service and I'm talking about, I'm sitting there for, you know, 20 minutes with an empty cup, you know, that they haven't come by and, mm -hmm. and asked if I needed anything or asked if I needed a refill. Or if I asked them like, Hey, can you get me some ketchup or ranch or whatever? And 20 minutes goes by. And I still don't have any ketchup and ranch. Like, I'm not going to sit there and wait 20 minutes and let my food get cold, um, you know, and wait for some ranch or, or some, you know, ketchup. So um, the other day I went to, and I don't know if this was like a generational thing or not, <laughs> but I went to a restaurant and I ordered a pizza, right? This deep dish pizza. And obviously it comes out in its own little pan and you obviously need plates right? To eat this pizza. Mm -hmm. So the chick that brought out my, my pizza, you know, puts it on that little like metal, I don't know, stand type thing. Yeah. And I asked her like, Oh, can I get like, you know, I think I said four plates. Hey, can I get four plates? And she looks me in the eye and says, yeah, I'll get them right now. And then I see her, like I, I'm literally watching her walk <laughs> to the back and I never see her again. Oh that whole night. man. <laughs> and as you can guess it, like I never got my plates. This wasn't my waiter. Yeah. This was this was just the the person that brought out the food. Yeah, and I'm like thinking to myself, like, why would you bring out my food but not no plates? Like, what am I supposed to eat this on? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm not gonna like. I ended up eating the first piece just from the you know from the pan because <laughs> yeah. I was hungry. Yeah, but you know I'm like, what the heck? Like, so then you know my waiter like five to ten minutes later comes by. Oh, how's everything? Oh, can I get some plates? Like, mm -hmm. there's no plates, right? I was nice about yeah. it, but um. You know, that just kind of ruined the the mood and, and everything. Mm -hmm. um, even before that, like, my guy was taking a minute to, to come and take our order and to bring out our drinks. And, like, granted, like, most of the table ordered water. So, mm -hmm. you know, and it wasn't too busy. You know, obviously, I take those things into account. I'm, yeah. not, a, I'm not a maniac. But, <laughs> um, and then to top it off, at the end of the night, you know, I order my dessert. And I specifically ask for chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. Solid choice. And the guy looks at me and he's like, okay, yeah, chocolate ice cream repeats my order back to me. Uh -oh. And as you can imagine, he comes out with my dessert. And if you had to guess what type of ice cream was on my dessert, what do you think it was? Vanilla ice cream. Vanilla. <laughs> a fat scoop of vanilla ice cream on my dessert when I specifically asked for chocolate. Yes. And at this point, like, you know, I was a couple beers in mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat this shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm over it. But what makes it worse is that I actually went to that same restaurant a week prior to that visit. And the same shit happened to me that night, too, mm -hmm. where I wanted chocolate ice cream. And the guy writes it down and he brings out, you know, my dessert with vanilla ice cream <laughs> on the top. So, Oh, man. Yeah, you have a... Uh... You you don't have the best luck with uh with uh, restaurants first uh, Buffalo Wild Wings now now this pizza spot um I have a question did did this pizza spot uh flip the iPad around on you and and uh, asked you if if you could answer a question 
luckily they didn't flip an iPad around gotcha. to me. Gotcha. You know, this was an actual, you know, sit down, take your order type restaurant. Mm-hmm. Then they bring out that nice little black, uh, you know, foldy thing with the check in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. On there. And then they try to make it all cool by making like a smiley face by the tip section so I can see it. Like, I already know what I'm tipping you. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's I'm not going to affect you or what? Track of these, I'm keeping track of these things, you know? I and I don't feel bad, too. Like, if I get poor service, like, I don't feel bad leaving a bad review. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that, like, as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I've been more comfortable with. I can't count the the how many times I've sent an email or did like a follow-up survey with a very detailed yes. response Yes. after I have a shitty experience somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I think we talked about this, you know, in the Chipotle, um, mm-hmm. you know, when we discussed Chipotle and how there's always like one person with purple hair at Chipotle, yeah. um, which I think my theory still holds strong, you know, for you listeners out there, you know, just next time you go to Chipotle, look for that one worker that has the green or purple hair because they're that. there. Yeah. So, um, no, luckily it wasn't, you know, an iPad restaurant. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, I have, uh, I have a couple questions for you, but before I do that, I want to bring up a, a story from, from way back when I was a kid and it just reminded me well, when you were mentioning the, the donation, right? Like, even though it's like, oh, if it's like a 95 cent order, it would only be like a five, uh, or what is it? Like, uh like a five cent donation. So like, just like talking about change or whatever, or reminded me of just um, like the ice cream man, like back in the days, right. When we were kids, we'd always hear the ice cream man um, drive around with the, uh, the song and all that good stuff. Uh, they would have like the, the WWF uh, at the, at the time, right. WWF, WWE, like, um, like ice cream uh, bars, uh, hot Cheetos, all that good stuff. And I remember on my block, uh, you know, we would always line up every time that we could to to get like a snack, whatever. I would always get like the hot Cheetos, and uh, I don't know what it was. It was just random time, and this is how you, this is how you uh, maybe this is this is gonna prove that I'm an English major at heart, even as a kid. But um, we went up there, and there was like a kid or like one of my f- neighborhood friends, like who went in front of me, and they paid for their their ice cream or their snack, right? And and they gave like a five dollar bill or a ten dollar. I don't know what they gave, but um as soon as they they got their their snack i just heard this kid say my change and then he gave him change right and so i walk up i was like huh uh, I, I make this read right so i was like okay i ordered my hot cheetos i got my heart cheetos and then i was like my change and then the guy was just like nope because they're like a dollar and i paid a dollar and so because i saw the kid before me ask for change i was like oh okay maybe i should start asking for change and then i get money back um but little did i know uh i didn't know math at the time so <laughs> um i think that i was always a, an english major at heart for sure uh i don't know why the donation story kind of reminded me of that but i just had to sneak that in real quick um and now some questions since we were talking about tipping well before before we jump into questions just listening to your story like you had to be what six seven Dude, it, it couldn't have been younger than six. Like, like I, it's not like I was like a like a little toddler or anything, or like a, even a five year old. But I was already in school, and so that's how. Like, I guess that's how much like uh, it proves that like how like math was like a a long time weakness. Um, but yeah, had to have been six, seven, maybe even eight to be honest. And I was like, when you like, said that, 
When you said that you ordered hot Cheetos, I think all of the listeners like instantly in their mind got a picture of what you look like in elementary school. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if that picture included silver teeth. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh man. If, if the, if the, uh, the Edgar bowl cut was a thing back then, I'm sure it would have been that too. And, uh, you already know that my, my fingers were probably all red too, my fingertips, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was wild. And, uh, yeah. So going back to like the tipping. Um, so you brought up a lot of, uh, um good examples as far as kind of like those businesses or those place those uh places of business that are sort of almost like uh agreed upon in society of like oh these are usual tipping spots right like uh restaurants right with waiters um the barbershop right that that one kind of slipped my mind that that's you know kind of like a um typically known as like a, a, a tipping type of spot um and uh and so yeah during this kind of like ipad businesses generation right where all of a sudden like the more and more types of businesses that we go to nowadays uh the more often they kind of flip that ipad around on you as you're making your purchase uh and and asking you if you can answer a question real quick right they're not they're not asking for a tip they're just asking if you can answer this question but you know as the meme goes uh on the internet um that question is you know money related or it is tip related but um i have a, a few places then so you said barber restaurant um i'm gonna start i'm gonna try to start with some examples in, in these first in this first question maybe first question or two of uh of some maybe old school tipping type of businesses and then and then uh i want to list off some that might not be so uh uh normalized right in tipping but when Steven, when it comes to these iPad businesses, um, let's start with bars. When you go out to a bar, whether it be a brewery, whether it be a dive bar, um, what's your stance on tipping there? Yeah, usually I'll tip. I'll tip for, you know, usually on occasion I'll tip, you know, $2 a drink, but usually it's a, it's a $1 per drink that I order. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Next one. Um, and I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, to like the bars is kind of like the, the adult version of, uh, of sort of that normalized place of tipping. Right. So whereas barbershop and restaurants, I feel like bars is kind of like a normalized tipping spot for me. Um, although I will, I will say that when I'm at like a crowded bar, you know, one of those bars where you have to like squeeze your way up to the front yeah and, and you know the dude up at the bar is looking me in the eye four or five times <laughs> and doesn't uh doesn't help me and continues yes. to help other people around me like i straight up don't tip dude i that that's one of I'm my even... biggest bar pet peeves i'm so glad you brought that up because we've like as as a guy especially too uh we've, yeah, we've all we've all been through it where we're at that crowded spot especially Especially as a short king, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag short kings. Uh, co- comment in the in the comments if if you're watching this on TikTok. Uh, but uh, yeah, short kings represent. Um, but uh, but no, yeah. Like it, it's the it really is a struggle, right? Like you're at the bar, if, even if it's like kind of busy. When you're, you know, like my my big move at the bar when I'm waiting is uh, I'll already just pull out my wallet and I'll have my wallet in hand with kind of like both of my elbows on the bar or my forearms kind of like letting them know like, Hey, I'm, I'm ready to order, but it's kind of like my, I guess I want to say nice way of doing it, but it, maybe it could 
seem like passive but i don't know like i think i'm being nice right like i think i'm being nice and like not like kind of like hey 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 um but i'm also hinting at them like hey like my wallet's in my hand i'm actually ready to order now but yeah dude like no matter how early you get to the bar uh like the bar counter first it's always like they're gonna get to who they want to get to first even if they showed up to the bar counter after you and you know it happens a lot with like uh females of course right uh these bartenders will kind of tend to uh get the females orders first but it's it's happened multiple times too where it's just other people in general they just kind of pick and choose as bartenders i feel like um which you know again i don't think i've ever been mean and like oh like hey hey you know like trying to wave a bartender down but like the nicer and nicer i try to approach like uh subconsciously to like kind of let them know that i'm ready like the longer it takes so no yeah that, that's definitely a struggle mm-hmm. um yeah and so um mom and pop sandwich shops like hot subs or sandwich shops they turn the ipad around on you um do you tip no no not at all interesting interesting what what am i tipping for (laughs) yeah Uh, like they're they're just they're just preparing the product that i bought there's no like service in that mm -hmm. it's like going to subway like i think that bothers me too yeah that there's that little tip jar, you know, when you reach the end, like if you go to Subway mm-hmm. or, you know, Jersey Mike's, Chipotle, um, you, you order, you go down like the line or whatever. And then when you're at the cash register, there's like a little box there that says, you know, tips, please. And they try to be creative and yeah, yeah. especially Starbucks too. Like yes. uh, it, it's hard to tip you when like you're giving me, three pieces of chicken in my burrito and then you're charging me like four dollars for double meat so <laughs> you know the people at chipotle man I, i'm on one with chipotle, today. <laughs> yes. um, chipotle part I, two. maybe i have recency i have recency bias but yeah. it's like they be acting like that food comes out of their paycheck you know like <laughs> it's like you know for having purple hair and you know defending you know socialism like uh you're really helping the man at that point mm. you know so um but anyways, like a little mom and pop shop, nah, like I'm not tipping for a sandwich like, uh-huh. or a donut or any of that. Like it, it's a product that I bought and I'm just paying for the, the product. You know? Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. Um, It's funny because in theory, I'm like, no, like I probably wouldn't tip uh sandwich spots or anything like that. So, yeah. So as far as sandwich shops for uh, like to kind of give you my answer is um i have to kind of like knowingly like prepare myself and especially if it's a sandwich shop that i frequent or go to often i have to go in there prepared to be like no or press no right but here's where it gets weird for me and like my personality for some reason if it's like a, a place of business that that or a new sandwich shop that i'm not used to or just a place of business where i'm not expecting you know tipping to be a thing if I by the time I get to the register and then they surprise me with the iPad the iPad flip around, I freak out and I tip a dollar. I don't know why. It's it's something that I hate, but like I like it's kind of like the uh, the shock factor or the surprise factor, and I just do it because I just feel like I'm being put on the spot. But as long as I knowingly know that they usually flip an iPad around, I usually select no. Um, yeah, 
but, but that's kind of me with the. Do you do you feel did you feel bad that you're like just gonna say no or? Um. Oh, good question. So it depends. For sandwich shops, like what's your what's your anxiety level like? What's <laughs> it like? Yeah, walk me through the process because it's it's hard for me to understand yeah, like why yeah. you just wouldn't say no. So yeah. so if it's like a sandwich shop, for some reason I, I'm good saying no there, but for for some dumb reason if it's a coffee shop so i i know you said with starbucks you're like nah i'm good on that right but if it's a coffee shop especially if it's like a kind of like a mom and pop type of coffee shop and they flip the ipad around on you in some of those ipad angles that they have it's kind of it's kind of angled halfway at them too so they could see what you're putting so i think if they could see what i'm putting i usually put a dollar as well and i freak out right so it has to be like yeah i don't know i just I just freak out. <laughs> I, I would hope I would hope that they see me put no tip. You know, that, that make me, you know, like, would you make eye contact with him like as you press no? Yeah. I, I'd look him straight in the eye and say, Hey, maybe next time. <laughs> I respect <laughs> you that. Know, you you thought you you thought you were the one to get me, not today. I respect that. <laughs> All right. I, I just I, I can't, you know, yeah. If, here's where here's where my ideology would change mm-hmm. is if I was a frequent at like you, like you said, a, a mom and pop uh, coffee shop, I was a frequent person in there mm-hmm. and you know, they were nice to me customer and they got service, to know me yeah, and they yeah. talked to me. I would, yeah. If their customer service was through the roof, mm-hmm. I'm going to freaking, I'm going to freaking tip them. It's like they earned it. Right. But if I'm in there just buying something real quick and getting out and they don't even like acknowledge me mm-hmm. that I'm a person alive, like, then why am I going to give them, you know, my money, my hard-earned money? Mm-hmm. I respect that. Yeah. You know, them. Again, I'm buying. I'm buying a product. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no like special, like oh, we're like you know, making this like extra special for you. Mm-hmm. You know. No. Yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Um, yeah, good stuff. And then I have uh, uh, my next question here, uh, as far as tipping, do you tip at? amusement parks or sporting venues whether it be well we'll kind of go both whether it's just food do you tip or if it's like food and a beer would you tip so think disneyland dodger stadium all that good stuff yeah that's a big fat no for me um why why am i again why am i gonna tip when they're charging me uh you know double the price plus inflation for a skinny ass dodger dog like (laughs) yeah Please, like, they reduced the size of that like big time over the years. Um, yeah, dude, dang, Changa, dude, Changa from AMPM took all the big hot dogs. Exactly. I'm all complaining about less. Have meat. you heard those? <laughs> have you heard those? Uh, those commercials? Which one? Uh, I think oh, the, the Chungus, Chunga, yeah, the big Chungus or something. Like Chungus, yeah, yeah. You're like Changa, Changa, <laughs> yeah, and like, like, we have Dodger dogs at AMPM. AMPM. I'm like, yeah, man, like, you know, I feel like that's a risk in itself, right yeah, there, but... yeah. You know, nah, I'm not tipping. Yeah, I'm those not tipping uh, those AM PM hot dogs are made out of uh, Mexican aliens, or what? <laughs> yeah, it's alien meat. Damn. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not tipping at amusement parks or mm-hmm. sports venues, unless I'm at like a restaurant in the sports venue or like an actual sit down restaurant, like let's say Disneyland. Like I go to one of their restaurants, then yeah, I'm gonna tip because again, I'm, I'm I'm receiving customer service mm-hmm. and you know they're they're serving me and and waiting on me, but. For like those just walk up snack bar shacks, like or if I order a beer from you know the walk up thing, they're already charging you like I said double plus so inflation much. for for a fucking mango cart. Like I'm I'm good, man. Mm-hmm. Like 
you made your money off me. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So I, I got one final question now, and this will be a little abstract, and, and I could lead off with an example too. At first, um, are there any places that don't uh, re- aren't notoriously known for receiving tips that you would tip? And one one place that comes to mind, I'll kind of answer with mine first, but um, sort of my question is like, are there any places that don't or aren't known for receiving tips that you would tip? And so for me, I think it's probably just kind of like a tradition that that I kind that I kind of observed of from my dad over the years uh, growing up. And now that I take my so it's uh, basically like the mechanic, right? And even if it's as something as small as patching up a uh, like a like a bolt in my tire, right? Like let's say like I run over a, a bolt. And they remove the bolt for me and they patch it up. And it's just a very quick, you know, like those like corner, those corner of the street uh, mechanic shops. Um, and just a super quick five minute job. Um, they usually charge me whatever. And I usually tip them like a do- an extra dollar or two because I've always seen my dad do it. And so mechanics from from what I understand um, aren't notoriously known for like flipping the iPad around you. You know what I mean? Um but are are there any like places of business that that don't that aren't known for getting tips that you would tip? I'm just flabbergasted at like you built me up on that story. Like, oh yeah, I watched my dad tip the mechanic, you know. And usually the mechanic bills come out to you know a couple hundred dollars oh, or so. Yeah, you know, or like you know if you're changing your tire because you had a flat or something, yeah. you know, it's still almost a hundred bucks or whatever, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, man, like my guys. He's eating good because he's he's over here tipping the mechanic, and you say, "Yeah, I tip him. I tip him a dollar or two. I'm like, "My guy, that's disrespect oh, to the mechanic, man. man. That's you know disrespect to the mechanic, dude. I should. I should <laughs> bad. You're, you're, oh. that, that did sound wild. I should clarify <laughs> these these quick like little like patch patch up jobs that that I'm, I'm thinking of. Um, I like when when I say like corner of the street mechanics, like the one that I I go to and that my dad's always went to and had taken me to right like throughout high school and even like like in, in my early adulthood this is kind of like where he always takes where he always uh took my car or kind of where i knew to go it's literally like in a neighborhood like on the corner street um and you'll, you'll probably know what, what street i'm talking about but it's like um yeah just a couple miles from 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 where i live the reason why i say one or two dollars is because it's one of those where like if you ask them how much like uh will is it like after they do the job, like, you know, like they're very nice people, like the mechanic culture for like super small jobs like this, when it's just like a mom and pop mechanic shop, they'll kind of do it for you and then kind of charge it. And usually it's like 10 bucks. And my, my dad always like, you know, like, um, I think for my dad, they always charge him like five bucks just to patch up like a little, a little, you know, the little thing where they, they kind of do it in like minutes. And, um, mm-hmm. So I kind of had like the five dollar and ten dollar charge in mind, and anytime okay. I get charged, so context is very important. Exactly, context yeah, yeah, is no. very important in this. Month. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely because I did sound wilder. Uh, so for like the five, I was like, whoa, <laughs> my guy's going to the mechanic. They're charging him, yeah. you know, three hundred dollars, like eight hundred dollar, yeah. <laughs> and he said, like, hey man, keep the change. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spend, it. Don't spend it all in one place. Slides over eight quarters. Yeah, too. yeah. So <laughs> don't uh, don't ever no, say yeah, I ain't yeah, do anything for you. That's but, pretty uh, smart from your dad. Like, yeah, they're gonna know. Like, hey, this guy, this guy tips us. You know, yeah, exactly. Because I was thinking, like, you know, maybe like a, a fifty or hundred dollar tip if they fix your car. You know, yeah, yeah. If it's a couple hundred dollars, <laughs> it's like a big old like one thousand dollar job. It's like, 
like oh, hey, like, well, yeah, two dollars, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you got changed for a five. Yeah, but, like, for- <laughs> yeah. so big spender um, over just, here. Like replace the engine. Um, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, um, off the top of my head, yeah. like honestly, like no, I can't think of a spot where I would like tip that's not normally, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a place that's that's where you tip. You know, I think one of the coolest things was. Uh, when I graduated, um, actually, no, I take that back. It was after I baptized my son, mm-hmm. like I've already kind of established in my career and, um, kind of set myself up in a good spot. Like, uh, you know, I took my family, we went out to go eat breakfast after the baptism mm-hmm. and we go to this restaurant and our, and our waiter is like an older, you know, Mexican man. And he had a bow tie on and my guy was just hustling, working. Like if you know my parents, they're like sometimes hard to deal with. Like, you know, their requests, their requests at restaurants are so like sometimes out of pocket. They're just so out of pocket. Like I'm like, bro, like if you wanted to eat like that specific, like you should have just fucking ate at home. Like why are you coming out here to this restaurant thinking that it's like a personal like chef, you know? Anyways. You know, this guy was putting in work or whatever, yeah. doing his thing, and uh, the bill came out to like two hundred and some change. Oh, and um, I ended up just tipping him a hundred dollar bill, man. Nice. I was like, that guy is just working his ass off, like, yeah, you know. And and that that felt pretty good. That's so, awesome. It's not something I can I can do all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, at that at that moment there, like, I thought it was really cool, like the way he like was really attentive to us, yeah. and you know, he he met my parents' demands basically. Yeah, yeah. You know and. Um, he was on it. The food was was good, and, and that's something too. Like, kind of side note, like if I'm at a restaurant and the food isn't good, yeah. I don't blame the waiter because I know yes. they didn't make the food. You know, so yeah. like that's not something I'm like, ah, like I'm gonna dock the waiter a tip or something. Mm-hmm. It's more sort of the service. You know, like if they're if they're there, they take our order, and then I never see them again. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, like you know, that's what I'm like, yeah, yeah, like you don't really you know get a tip. Like yeah. you're not entitled to a tip. I think that's kind of exactly that's kind of the crazy thing in my opinion i never worked like as a waiter so i don't know what the culture is or what Mm -hmm. what the how the pay structure works so hey if you know like you know educate us let us know but yeah exactly i mean it's kind of like when we we talked about our first jobs and Mm -hmm. we talked about being uh i'm sure like you know being in the fast food industry like we kind of have a little more patience with those fast food workers Mm -hmm. Um, than other people who have never worked fast food. So I think it's probably like that too in the service industry where, you know, even if it's a bad experience, I'm sure they're still tipping them because they, they understand the struggle. You know, right. If you have that experience. Yeah. But yeah, some wild, uh, wild stuff today. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of fun things covered. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, uh, good, uh, tipping advice there from Lex, you know, <laughs> Um, make sure to, to tip your mechanic <laughs> two dollars for a engine replacement or what yeah that way they can uh, go over there to like the little the little uh gumball machine yeah. and, and buy a gumball um uh, lex let the people know where they can find us on uh tiktok yes sir uh on tiktok follow us on tiktok at the awkward side hug we'll post uh video clips um and uh yeah go ahead and follow us on there interact with us we interact back and uh and yeah fun, fun times today fun times uh, this yeah. is uh yeah we we also would love 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 i might tip you a hundred dollars <laughs> if you uh rate the show yes and share the show and leave a comment 
Um, we'd love to hear what you guys, you know, we want, we want to get some feedback and, and want to know what you guys want to hear, mm. um, hear us discuss, or if you have anything interesting you'd like us to throw out or shout out on the pod, you know, leave a comment, but you know, as always, please like subscribe, comment, um, you know, share it with a friend, you know, we're, we're, we're building this community here where we can come and be silly and have a good time. Yeah, so good times. You know, it started with uh, Mexican aliens from out of space and ended with some... We somehow still kind of like continue to the wildness even after the, such a fun start like that. But thank you guys for hanging around. And uh, yeah, just uh, go ahead and follow us. Li- listen on uh, wherever you listen podcasts. And um, thank you guys for supporting so far. And see you next time. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>